to the Dropping Dimes Podcast, and here's your host, J.I. Dimes. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Dropping Dimes Podcast. This is now our 12th episode. Many thanks to our sponsors, Yo and Yes, to love and inspire. And also, thank you as well to Snuggle Moments BH. The snuggle is real. So for today's episode, we'll, we have a very, very interesting topic as we will be talking about the clutch gene. How do we know if a player has it? You know, when can we really say that a particular player is clutch? You know, how do we determine it? So that's the that is the main topic for today's episode. Victory for the Pelicans over Oklahoma City in dramatic fashion. Anthony Davis just hit the biggest shot of his young career. Three seconds to go. Throws up the floater. Good night, Cleveland. That is for you. Another moment indelibly etched in time for the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James. Another iconic moment. James with the game winner, and they go up three games to nothing. Gerald Green to inbound. Harden trying to get free. Down to three, down to two. It's a three. Good! Good! He got it! James Harden, a flamethrower! Incredible shot! Looking. Finds Rose. Rose trying to get open. Fires away! This crowd is done. Jeremy Lamb, the shot of a lifetime. Just like you draw it up. That's how you win a game. Wall. The lead is free. Love, LeBron, and got it. Bakes it in. Jaw-dropping Beal there. Three. Fade away out of bounds, using glass, and he ties it at 120. An unbelievable shot. Chance to tie it here for Golden State. Curry's got it. And Curry will let it go for three, comes up short. Offensive rebound, Curry again. And Curry hits a three! Tie game! 
It's amazing. It is amazing what Steph Curry can do with a basketball. Will Kobe give them one last gamer? Bryant on the move with the jumper. He oh, got it! Five. 58 points! And the Lakers lead! He was legendary before this game. This is this takes it to an absolute another level. Five seconds left. Waiters. Shoots. No, he couldn't get it off. Now fires it up. Bank it in. It counts. It counts. The Heat win the game. Dwayne Wade won it for Miami. 126 to 125. It just happened. Dwayne Wade right at the buzzer. Oh, my. He fills up a prayer, and it is answered. And Miami wins it 126 to 125. And this is his house. A three wins the series. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. Lillard, God! God! And the Blazers win the series for the first time in 14 years. Damian Lillard sends Portland to the second round. Thunder's out of timeouts. Adams gives it back to Russ. Deep shot. What a perfect ending to a historic day. Westbrook gives the Thunder the victory at the buzzer. I'm speechless. Westbrook captivates the crowd, caps the comeback. OKC wins it. They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! And he ties the NBA record with his 12th three-pointer of the game. The brilliant shooting of Stephen Curry continues. Spread floor. Lillard with 47 tonight. Working it down to two to one. A deep three. Oh! What? Blazers win the series, a walk-off three from Lillard. Damian Lillard from way downtown. The most improbable, impossible three. 50 for Lillard. Blazers win in five. Irving and Curry, one-on-one. -on -one. Irving puts it up. Let's go, Kyrie Irving from downtown. The bottom, Kyrie Irving, just like they threw it up. Covering Irving, putting it between the wickets, stepping back, a deep shot, right side. Oh, three is up my. and in. Kyrie Irving, a triple. You gotta be aware of the inbounder here if you're filling. It's off the Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the tagger? Series Toronto is one. 15 fourth quarter points by Kawhi Leonard. And the game winner, 41 points. You cannot get not only a more dramatic ending, but a more dramatic shot than that one made by Kawhi Leonard. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James with the rejection. Oh, oh great James. block. 
James out of nowhere. Huge, huge defensive play by the four-time MVP. Just attack the basket. James catches, puts up a three. Long go. Rebound, Bosch. Back out to Allen. His three-pointer. Bang! Tie game with five seconds remaining. Rebound, Bosch. Seven seconds. Ray Allen, a three from the corner. It's good! Allen, a three! The Miami Heat's still alive. And Ray Allen, the best three-point shooter in NBA history, regular season and playoffs, with the clutch shot of his life. Wow. Those were seven minutes of pure wow moments. You know, those are the things that as a fan you look forward to. You treasure seeing those moments. You treasure witnessing those moments. Man, from all the Mike Breen bangs to... You know, seeing these great players perform at a high level in crunch time is just surreal. And so we go to our topic for today, which is all about the clutch gene. Yes, the clutch gene. They say that it's either you have it or you don't. Some players are just born to show up in those big moments. Well, unfortunately for others, regardless of how much they try, they just don't show up. They just don't have it. Right? But how do we really determine, though, when a player is clutch and when a player is I think this you know, right now we are in the time of the analytics um, everyone is so statistically driven when it comes to analyzing things which is okay you know numbers do not lie as they say I have nothing against it. I enjoy looking at, 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 you know, at the different ways on how analytics go about things. I like hearing about them. But then when it comes to these clutch, you know, I think when it comes to the clutch gene, it's not just a matter of having a higher percentage on game-winning shots. I think it's more on the willingness as well. You know, that there has to be the willingness of the player to take that shot. Of course, it matters that he makes the shot as well, right? But then, there are just players who are killers. You know, the Kobe Bryants of the world or the MJs. They just, they're just going for the kill, right? Look at Dame Lillard. Man, whether he, whether they 
make it or they miss it, doesn't matter. You give them the ball. Season on the line, whatever, championship on the line, you give it to them. Because you know that they'll deliver. I think MJ said it best. That he actually had more uh, missed shots rather than or missed game winners rather than the actual game winners that he hit. But it wasn't so much about the miss or it wasn't so much about whether he made it or not. It was about the mentality, the mentality to want to take it, the mentality to want to win it for the team. Of course, it's not as popular right now in terms of the way the game is played. Right now, the game is about making the right play, right? That's how people interpret it. But then, you know, even the even guys like Kobe and MJ, they made right. They just made the right plays. It's not like they were taking shots against the opposing team. Are all the players of the opposing team? No, they were always uh, calculating their moves. They were very calculated as well when it comes to figuring out how to win. Right? Remember game number six in the '97 Finals. The willingness of MJ to give it up to Steve Kerr. The willingness to to tell him, "Look, you just have to be ready." And this was just game six. Just a few games back, MJ hit the same shot against Brian Russell. But this time around in game six, John Stockton came over to double. Michael passed the ball to Steve Kerr, and Steve Kerr made the shot. That was the right play. Game seven of the 2010 finals, Kobe Bryant. Yes, Kobe being Bryant. Pass the ball to Meta World Peace. And Meta World Peace won the championship for the Lakers. That was their 16th championship. And it came from a play, or it came from an assist, rather, from Kobe Bean Bryant. You know, a lot of people question LeBron James for not wanting to take the shot. But then how do we really classify it? Is it really a matter of you hitting the shot? Or you making the right play? Remember in Game 5? If Danny Green hit that shot, they would have won. Right? A lot of people weren't happy with the way LeBron passed the ball. He made the right play. Was it really a matter of him taking it against the whole Miami Heat team when he knows very well that one of their top shooters, even though he was struggling, was wide open from three? Right? Literally wide open. So I think it it's not just I think the definition of having the clutch gene is so 
centered on you have to make the shot. You have to take the shot. You have to be willing to take the shot. You have to be the hero of the game. Win it for the team. Win it for the city. But I think its real definition is do everything or do whatever it takes to actually win. I think that's what the clutch gene is about. You do whatever is necessary to help the team win. You know, a guy who was able to make a crucial block is as clutch as the guy who made the shot. Why? Because it, as long as it leads to the team winning, that's all that matters. And I think we should get away from that definition that it just has to be the guy who will take and make the shot. Right? So yes, it was fun hearing and watching. Honestly, I was watching it as well while I was recording them. It was fun. It, it it gave me the the goosebumps, man. It gave me gave me the chills. Just watching those plays, you know, from Derrick Rose hitting the game winner, Steph Curry from half court. Man, I was able to catch that game live in 2016. That was incredible. This 12-3 to beat OKC. And then, of course, who would ever forget the Game Seven of the 2016 Finals, right? When it comes to the clutch gene, I guess just to sum it all up, this is these are just my takes. You know, I have. How do we really know if a guy is clutch or not? It's simple. It goes down. It it boils down to first and foremost the willingness. Is this guy willing to? Actually, it's not even willing to succeed. It's a matter of willing to fail in that moment. You know, is this player willing to take all the blame if ever he does not hit the shot? I think that that. Where it starts, the willingness to take it, the willingness to take the blame, the willingness to, you know, to go from hero to zero in an instant. And then, secondly, of course, it also needs. I think to to say that a player has a clutch gene, of course, that player has to have the ability as well to to perform. What he has to do in those big moments, you know, the what separates the good players from the great players, the great ones show up in the big moments. You can't be shrinking in the big moments and say you have the clutch gene, right? So there has to be the willingness and, of course, the ability to show up. And I think, lastly, probably the most important thing of all. Do whatever is necessary to help the team win. Doesn't necessarily have to be the player 
always having to hit the big shot. Even the best of them, at one point or another, decided to pass the ball. Yes, even Kobe Bean Bryant decided to pass the ball once upon a time to win a championship. So again, those are my three takes. First and foremost, there has to be the willingness. Willingness not just to the willingness to not just show up, but the willingness to accept all the blame when things don't go well. Right? If things if if you know that player like remember it's a make or miss league so if he misses then he will take all the blame right but there has to be that willingness and then of course secondly very important as well is the ability to show up you know that guy has to have the ability to show up in those big moments can't be shrinking in those big moments right as Barkley would put it you can't call yourself playoff P and not show up Right? As much as he cannot call himself championship Chuck and basically have no rings to show for, right? So, and then of course, lastly, to do whatever it takes to win. You know, what in those big moments, you do what is necessary to win. You don't do what is necessary for your fame, but you do what is necessary to win. So before we end the episode, I would like to thank our sponsors, Yo and Yes to Love and Inspire, and also Snuggle Moments PH. The Snuggle is real for sponsoring again this episode. Happy birthday also to Lonzo Ball. And also, I would like to thank the people who have liked our Facebook page and for heeding the call, heeding the invite, <laughs> or the for heeding our invitation to actually like the Facebook page. So many, many thanks to the following. Thank you to my former student Aaron Baya, a very brilliant dancer. Thank you also to Aaron Nobleza, my current student right now. Thank you for liking the page. Uh, many thanks also to former, another former student, Angela Espiritu. And then my co-teacher, Professor Ayla Cristuta, a very, very good physical education teacher. Thank you, Paul, for liking the Facebook page. And then also here, I, I can also see former students, Brandaris Acorantes and Brian De Guzman. Thank you for liking the Facebook page. And of course, my, my best friend way back in high school, many, many thanks to Samir Gatpo for liking the, the page and also for supporting the podcast. Okay, so again, I, I truly appreciate it. You know, for some people, maybe they, they look at the quantity. I would rather look at it as there are people supporting it. And I'm already very appreciative and thankful for that. Okay, so thank you. I, I also hope you can, you know, for those who have time, maybe you can like our 
Facebook page. And then also follow our Instagram page. Just uh, search Dropping Dimes Podcast by J.I. Dimes. Uh, the, the podcast is also available on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, And of course, we also have our YouTube channel. Uh, I really hope you can uh, subscribe to it. You know, like, comment, subscribe, click on the notification bell. So thank you for again for for supporting the Dropping Dimes podcast. And then, by the way, uh, Mike Wang and the rest of the. 2K people just released their preview for uh, the preview for the next gen. Okay, so they released how NBA 2K21 will look like, and it's amazing. For everyone who is, I'm sure everyone is really looking forward to that. So again, hopefully when it comes out, it won't be glitchy. Okay, and I, I hope also that the next generation consoles will be A-OK as well when they come out. So again, thank you to everyone for supporting the podcast. I will see you on the next episode. This is the Dropping Dimes Podcast.